Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I'm your host, Tana M. Session, Huffington Post top female expert the following 2018, America's number one reinvention and transformation expert and queen of From Foster Care to Fabulous. Welcome. I'm so glad you decided to join me again. Okay, listen, I'm just going to keep it real with you. You say you want it, you say you can do it, but then you don't follow through. Why am I starting off with that? Because I've talked to so many people who have ambitious goals for themselves and never accomplish them. The one thing about every person on this earth is that we were provided with a gift upon birth. Now, sometimes the what I like to call the noise, so that's the things you hear from other people in terms of their narratives about you, the things that you say to yourself, the narrative you have about yourself and what you can and can't accomplish, as well as monitoring and watching and comparing yourself to others. So I've talked about this in another podcast in terms of comparison being a thief of joy. When you do that, you lose sight of what your own gift is. And you can't accept a gift if you aren't ready to receive it. So what I've learned, even for myself, and what I've seen happen with my clients is once they've had this moment of clarity, once they've been able to get out of their own way and out of their own heads, they've been able to accomplish so much more than even they thought they could. And the same thing applies for me. So I remember for me, one of the things that I thought was the... the echelon in terms of my career was being the top HR leader. And I was there and I was lonely and unfulfilled. How did that happen? Because I wasn't really operating within my gift. There were pieces of my gift that showed up in terms of servicing others, being able to help and coach people, being able to advise people. But there were pieces of me that I was leaving at the door every time I walked into that office. I wasn't really being my true authentic self for many reasons. For instance, no one in my any of my career along any of the jobs that I worked on ever knew that I was a product of foster care. I was embarrassed. I thought I would be judged. I thought I'd be considered less than. I thought I'd be looked down upon or even pitied. So as a result, I let people paint their own picture about what they thought my background was, where I came from, what my family unit was like. And I never dispelled their beliefs or their perceptions. I just kind of went along with the program, not being my true authentic self. However, once I started being my true authentic self, once I started sharing my story with others, once I realized that I wasn't the only one who had this type of you know, history or past or, or adversity, then more and more of my gift became revealed to me. Why? Because I stopped listening to the narratives I was painting for myself. I stopped listening to the narratives I let others paint for me over the years, including former bosses and people who said, this is what you should be doing. You're good at it. Well, yeah, I was good at it. I was absolutely good at it. But I served the purpose for them. It wasn't serving my own purpose. So I took pieces of what I did like about HR and I took pieces of what I like about coaching, which I love everything about coaching. Well, not everything, but I love coaching. (laughs) And I was able to make that into a business. And as a result, I haven't had to look back in terms of corporate America for three years. And the goal is for me not to ever have to look back, for me to continue to be able to walk on this path of what I truly believe is my purpose. 
when I see the light bulb go off in my clients' eyes, when I see them have their own aha moment, their own moment of clarity, where they really understand what they were put here for, what they're supposed to be doing, what blocks they've had in front of them that could easily be removed, but they never gave themselves permission. They never wanted to acknowledge it. They never wanted to um, address it. But what they've realized and what I've realized as well in my own life, my own journey is that once you empower, you're empowered to do those things, the universe has so much waiting for you. The doors of opportunity that you never expected will open and doors that you never thought rooms, you never thought you were supposed to be in. You are going to be in those rooms and you won't necessarily have to push your way in. You will be welcome. You will be invited. And as a result, you'll start to learn more and more about what your true gift is. So operating in your gift and operating within your purpose is something you hear a lot of people talking about. And it's because I think more and more people are, for lack of a better word, becoming woke. They're understanding that there's more to life than a nine to five. There's more to life than just going to school, going, getting a job, going home, taking care of your family, and then doing it all over again. And that's okay for some people. And I'm not knocking it at all. That was my life. But I knew that I had more in me and I knew I needed to dig deep in order to find it. And once I did the work, because there is work involved in doing this, once I did the work, I found my true calling. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be able to find your true calling. So I want you to think about, I want you to get pen and paper and I want you to write down and think about what were the dreams that you had for yourself before you stopped giving yourself permission to dream. Because something happened along the way that said, that's impossible. You can't do it. You won't do it. No one's going to hire you. No one's going to pay you to do that. I want you to write down what were those dreams. And there may be multiple ones, but maybe there's a theme across the multiple ones in terms of what it is that was really, what's really in your heart desire. If you give yourself just that moment to just close your eyes and just inhale and exhale and inhale and exhale and just live in the moment and think about what was that dream or those dreams that you have for yourself before you stop dreaming that's the one thing I love about kids because to them nothing's impossible you see them all the time and parents have to stop them from leaping off of things or jumping in a pool or you know running for a car running out in the street before a car comes because nothing's impossible they see something they want it they want to do it and they just go for it they don't have the fear factor that we do after being jaded rejected turned down disappointed all of those things that we've experienced in life as adults when that starts to happen it starts to chip away at our self-confidence our self-esteem and even our willingness to uh to dream because we start believing the hype and the hype's not always good It's not always good things that's being said about us. It's not always good things that we're saying to ourselves. What are you saying to yourself when you look in the mirror? Because we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone else in the whole wide world. You may think you talk to your kids or your significant other or your mom or your siblings or your girlfriend, your guy friend, but no, you have more conversations in your head about yourself and other things that's going on around you than you do with anyone else. So it's very, very important about what you're saying to yourself on a regular basis. So I remember my husband said one of the things that he did when he was dealing with depression many years ago was he taught himself to look in the mirror and for every negative thought, he countered that with three positive thoughts. So I want to challenge you to do that. As you're thinking about this dream, as you're thinking about what do you think your true purpose is here? What is that gift that's waiting for you? 
the gift is only as good as the person who receives it. So you have to be willing to receive it or else it's not yours. And then you'll wonder why someone else is achieving things that you could have achieved. It was waiting for you. It's still waiting for you. But you have to be able to remove the filters or the white noise, I like to call it, and listen to the whispers, as Oprah calls it. Auntie Oprah. Yay, her. Listen to the whispers because they're trying to communicate to you in so many different ways. But again, because we've been jaded, rejected, disappointed, turned down, told no, we just turn those filters off and we stop listening to the whispers. And instead we tune in and our frequency is now on the negatives because that's what we hear more of. I challenge you to discount the, fil- the filter of negativity. I challenge you to discount the, the white noise. And instead, turn that energy, take that energy, flip it, and listen to the whispers. Listen to really what's in your heart. And then when you're writing down that list, think about what is it that you can do to start moving yourself towards accomplishing that dream, that goal, receiving that gift. Because it's only wait, it's waiting for you. And as I always leave my broadcast, my podcast is waiting for you on the other side of action. But if you don't take action, if you keep making excuses, because excuses are a dime a dozen. And I tell my clients when they come to me with excuses, I didn't have time. I was busy. I'm a procrastinator. I'm like, oh, stop right there. I don't do excuses. That's what those are. They're excuses because it gives you an out. So if you can find an out for yourself, you know, we're humans. We're going to go for it because it's easier. Versus facing the opposite, which is, no, I'm going to write down what I need to do. I'm going to challenge myself to do it. I'm going to challenge myself every single day. I'm going to flip the way I think. I'm going to change my mindset. And I'm really going to focus on what it is I'm really supposed to be doing here. Why was I born? I believe it was Mark Twain. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. That said, there are two, the two best days in a man's life, and I'm going to say man as in mankind, is the day he was born or she and the day he or she finds out why. So once you have that discovery for yourself, and we're all just waiting on that second day, but it's up to us to figure that out. No one's going to hand it to you. No one's going to give it to you. It may come in a dream, which would be fantastic, but it's going to come through work. It's going to come through focus. It's going to come through setting goals. It's going to come through being diligent and persistent. Consistency will get you there. I'm sorry, persistence will get you there, but it's going to be consistency that's going to keep you there. So let me say that again. Being persistent will get you there, but you have to be consistent in order to stay there. And what got you to one level is not going to get you to the next. You're going to have to constantly challenge yourself, constantly listen to those whispers, constantly bet on yourself, push yourself, and believe in yourself in order to get to that next level. So with that, I want to leave this podcast And I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I'm your host, Tana M. Session, Huffington Post top female expert to follow in 2018, America's number one reinvention and transformation expert, and queen of from foster foster care (laughs) to fabulous. And with that, I will see you on the other side of action.